Welcome to the Panine Halacha podcast. Zmanim, Chapter 2, The Laws of Counting the Omer. Section 2, The Process of Ascension from Nationalism to Spirituality. By counting the Omer, we draw a line that continuously ascends from Pesach to Shavuos. The holiday of Pesach represents Israel's national side, for the exodus from Egypt revealed Israel's uniqueness in that Hashem chose us from among all the other nations, despite the fact that we were sunken into the 49 levels of impurity. The holiday of Shavuos, on the other hand, represents Israel's spiritual side, for that is when we reach the spiritual pinnacle of receiving the Torah. On Pesach, we began the process of liberation from the yoke of Egypt, and on Shavuos, we completed our freedom from the yoke of desire and human perceptions, and instead received a heavenly Torah, which makes all those who engage in it truly free. Another angle. On the holiday of Pesach, the simple, natural faith that is hidden in the soul of every Jew and remained hidden in the Jewish people's collective soul, even when they were enslaved in Egypt, comes to the fore. On Shavuos, however, we rise to a more developed faith, one that is clarified and expanded by virtue of the Torah. Natural faith is very powerful, and it's the foundation of life, but it's not capable of guiding and perfecting life. By way of the Torah and its commandments, we are able to link all aspects of our lives, those related to thought, emotions, and actions, to our faith. It comes out, then, that by counting the Omer, we gradually elevate ourselves in two ways, ascending from a level of nationalism to that of spirituality, and from natural faith to a sophisticated faith based on Torah and mitzvahs. It is impossible to reach Shavuos without Pesach first. Once we recognize Israel's unique nature, their segula, we can rise up and attain the Torah. Once we realize that Israel is the chosen nation, as the Exodus from Egypt demonstrated, we can then receive the Torah, as we say in the blessing over the Torah, Blessed are you, O Lord, who has chosen us from all nations, and then subsequently in the blessing, and has given us his Torah. Similarly, it is impossible to absorb the complex, developed faith that is assimilated into the intellect without first discovering the simple, natural faith. Therefore, it is very important to connect the holiday of Pesach to that of Shavuos. The counting of the Omer is the link and the ladder that connects these two holidays. To summarize, one can conceive of Pesach as the physical birth of the Jewish people and Shavuos as our spiritual birth. One can conceive of Pesach as the beginning of Israel's freedom and Shavuos as the completion of our freedom. One can conceive of Pesach as the simple faith and simple religion that Jews hold with us and is invaluable, and Shavuos as the complete, sophisticated Jewish faith that adorns and completes the simple faith. In all of the above conceptions, the two holidays require each other. If we only had Pesach, the Jewish experience would be incomplete. But without Pesach, Shavuos could never, and perhaps should never, have come to be. Counting the Omer reminds us to bridge these two ideas. Indeed, the count itself forms such a bridge. Three reflections, one about the Panine Halacha's method, one about his perspective, and one from the footnotes. 
First, the end of the previous section was also about the meaning of the mitzvah. Why a whole other section about its meaning? What changed is the method. At the end of the last section, the method was to ask, what was happening back in the biblical wilderness during the original Pesach to Shavuos transition? If we would know more about those original 49 days, we can better understand the spirit of our counting those 49 days every year. Midrash and Zohar were invoked to provide new information about those original 49 days back in the wilderness. Here in this section, however, the Panine Halacha zooms out beyond the specific time or place. He asks, what is the eternal, ahistorical symbolism of the Pesach holiday? And what is the eternal, ahistorical symbolism of the Shavuos holiday? What do these holidays represent about God, about Israel, and about Torah? If we know that, then we can best understand why we count between them. Second, of the many ways that one can interpret the eternal meaning of Pesach and Shavuos, the Panini Halacha here stresses one set of meanings that is deeply relevant to religious Zionist ideology. Namely, that there is a nationalism to the Jewish people, and that is good and sacred and part of God's plan, but that there is also a higher calling, a spiritualism, that is at the heart of why we are even a nation. Uniting the two, Jewish spiritualism and Jewish nationalism, is a common theme in religious Zionist theology, and in the Panine Halacha's presentation here, it also becomes a theme of counting the Omer. Finally, in the footnotes, the Panini Halacha digs deeper into the contrast between Pesach and Shavuos by comparing the grain offerings brought on each. He cites Rav Kook, that pillar of religious Zionist thought, who notes that the Omer offering brought on Pesach is from barley, the lowliest of the grains, which is often fed to animals. The offering is unleavened, much like Pesach Matzah. Indeed, unleavened matzah represents poor man's lowly bread, which the Zohar calls the bread of faith. On Shavuos, however, the offering that was brought in the base of Mikdash is a different grain offering that's made from finest wheat flour and which must rise and must become chametz. This is not the carnal and animalistic symbol. It's not constrained and lowly, but rather it's refined and complete, and it's leisurely and part of a well-formed process. By comparing the two grain offerings, we once again see how Pesach and Shavuos really do seem to be, to be a pair of intertwined opposites, and that with counting the Omer, we find the bridge that connects these two holidays. The Panine Halacha podcast provides English audio of Panine Halacha, an exceptional work of Halacha by Rav Eliezer Melamed Shlita. The English translation was overseen by Ellie Fisher and Corin Publishers. These texts are available for free online, and beautiful printed volumes are available for purchase. The summaries and reflections are from me, Ben Greenfield, Rabbi of the Greenpoint Shul in New York City. I occasionally make subtle changes to the original translation, often for clarity, sometimes by mistake.